welcome to Getting Dimensional. I'm your host, Carol Amaya Lefebvre. Forest bathing is a practice that involves submerging ourselves in natural forest environment. It's not just limited to the forest alone. I like to call it nature bathing because you can get the same benefits whether you're in a park, a beautiful garden, sitting or walking along the beach, sitting by a lake, or even in your own backyard. Today I'm going to be discussing the relationship between nature, physical health, and developing your intuition. So let's dive in and get dimensional. The main idea of being in nature is to foster this deep connection that allows you to have and experience therapeutic benefits. So today I'd like to start off by talking about what some of the physical benefits are, and then we'll get into the best way to implement practice and what you can do for yourself to get those benefits. And finally, I'd like to talk about how this can help you develop your intuition. I know there's a lot of people who are working on being more intuitive, and I really want to explain to you the benefits of being in nature and how that can develop your creativity and your intuition. So one of the first benefits and an awesome benefit is grounding. So the minute that you step into nature, you automatically get grounded. And what does grounding do? Well, it brings us into the present moment. It helps reduce stress. It takes away some of the overwhelm and it allows us to focus on the here and now. Grounding is really, really important. And studies have even proven that grounding can influence our perception of pain and reduce pain and discomfort. The reason that happens is because suddenly we have a new focus. We're a lot calmer. And one of the main things that grounding does is it removes our EMFs from our body. So it discharges any excess electrical charge that's accumulated in your body. So if you sleep with your cell phone in your bedroom, I would definitely say, please stop doing that because you are harming yourself. And I always have my cell phone turned off, not on flight mode. Flight mode doesn't do it, people. You have to have your phone off or in a separate room. I even have a Shungite crystal on my phone and I don't ever hold it up to my head unless I absolutely have to. It's always on speaker. So grounding will help take any electromagnetic field exposure from 5G, from your phone, from the TV, from any electronics that you have running in the house, and it'll help disperse it. And that automatically is going to help with your pain and your inflammation. Grounding supports the body in reducing inflammation, and inflammation is caused by really chronic conditions. So some of those conditions are arthritis, cardiovascular disease, type 2 diabetes, irritable bowel syndrome. Some people have skin disorders like psoriasis or eczema. Those are all associated with inflammation. It's excellent for any inflammation in your airways or lungs. So if you are somebody who has bronchitis or lung issues, 
being in nature and grounding is definitely for you. It supports the healing of any autoimmune disease such as rheumatoid arthritis, MS, lupus, any type of inflammation that you hold in your body or that's chronic for a long time can start to produce different types of cancer. So being in nature and grounding can support you in being way more healthier. And the last thing that inflammation can cause is obesity. So grounding helps us do all of those things, not just reduce stress and anxiety, but it helps us reduce inflammation, which is really, really important. The other thing that happens when we move into nature bathing or forest bathing, any time we spend connected to the earth helps us regulate our circadian rhythms and it improves our sleep patterns. You've probably noticed that when you've gone out for a walk by the ocean and breathed in that ocean air and how calm and awesome you felt and that you did get a good night's sleep that night. The other thing, it reduces stress. And stress affects the balance of our nervous system. Stress produces cortisol, and that's the hormone we get from fight or flight, and it depletes our adrenals. And the cortisol increases the more stress we have. We want to bring our cortisol down because it can prevent us from having serotonin. So, when we have an overload of cortisol, we can't produce serotonin. And one of the ways you can tell if you have an overload of cortisol is that you crave a lot of carbohydrates. So, if you start having crazy carbohydrate cravings, it's usually because you have a higher cortisol load. Get out in the forest and spend some time in nature or sit by the ocean or sit by a lake. Even in your garden for 10 minutes is all you need to do. I think those are some pretty darn good reasons why you want to be out in nature. Even if it's just 10 minutes, it will definitely make a difference. You can do it a few times a week. And if it's something that's new to you, just start off slow. Build yourself up, do a weekly practice, write it down in your day timer, put a timer on. I'm going to talk a little bit about the key elements of nature bathing and how it helps you and what you do when you're out in nature. Some people want to go in groups or other people go alone and listen to music. I'm encouraging you not to do that because you miss the point of the whole nature bathing. The point of it is to be really connected to nature and get into this mindful presence. It's almost like a meditation. One of my mentors, Hannah Kroger, used to tell me that the Western people or people of the West, we meditate by walking, by being quiet, by just enjoying the sounds of nature. And for me, that is definitely true. I do a meditative practice in the morning, but my real meditation is in nature, just being alert, being involved and paying attention to the sights, the sounds, the smells, and the sensations without being distracted. So when you get out there, this is not something that you have to rush through. It's not about walking really far or walking really fast. It's about taking your time 
enjoying being in a slow movement rather than rushing through the forest. Just be deliberate and it allows you to have a deeper connection to your environment. The sensory engagement is the most important. This aspect helps you develop your visualization in your mind and become more intuitive. So I like to spend a certain amount of time just focusing on different textures. So if I'm in the forest, I'll look at tree bark. I'll look at the greenery of the mosses, the different types of mosses there are. I'll look at the texture of the roots that are in the ground. I'll notice the different types of trees. If you're on the ocean, you can concentrate on how the wind is touching the surface of the ocean and creating a texture there, what it feels like to have your your feet in the sand or your hands holding sand. Listen to the sounds. Are there any birds on the ocean? And just really try to concentrate on things like scents. So what do I smell? Can I smell the pine trees? Can I smell cedar? Or if I'm in a garden, what am I looking at? What are the colors? What are the textures? What types of flowers are there? And how do they smell? What's the air smell like? Are there birds in the garden? Just allow all those sensory experiences to be engulfed in everything and every moment. Your mind will drift, sure, it'll drift here and there, but just always bring your attention back to the present moment. And just by looking at nature, you see some really incredible things if you're just going to focus on that. And it doesn't matter how many times I walk into the forest, I see different things. Sometimes the same tree I have photographed seven or eight times, and it looks different every time. For people who can't visualize, I have a lot of people who come to my workshops and they have a really hard time visualizing. So visualizing doesn't have to be just limited to images. If you incorporate sensory details like sound, texture, smell, and make a mental vivid image of those things, those are just as important when you're learning to visualize. The other thing that's really, really great is you'll find that when you're sitting by the ocean or you're in your garden or you're in the forest, just to do some deep, mindful breathing. So that's easy enough to do, especially if you're distracted. Then you can say, okay, I'm just going to focus on breathing for the next 30 seconds. It goes by fast. Just deep breaths and just allow nature to come right into the wholeness of your being. So I know you're going to ask me, how does grounding and being in nature support me becoming more intuitive? Well, I'm going to tell you right now. Grounding starts to promote this instant sense of calmness. So if you're afraid to go into the forest by yourself, then go somewhere that's close by. Put your back against a tree. Sit at the bottom of a tree and just feel the presence of the tree. The less stressed you are 
And the more open your mind is, the more receptive you are to intuitive insights. You think clearer and you have a heightened awareness. After you get used to walking in the forest on your own, you become hyper alert of all the sensory things around you. So you will hear things. You will hear birds. You will hear things flittering around in the forest that will get your attention. It could be a squirrel. And again, if you're afraid of going into the forest alone, just go sit by the beach somewhere and you can have the exact same experience. Just dive right in and just pay attention. Be in the present moment and fully engage. So what happens is we develop this emotional, empathetic clarity by being in nature. And it allows us to just connect to our high self and to our intuition. We're so connected when we're in the present moment. And that's where all the miracles happen. Miracles rarely happen if we're thinking about something that's happened that's in the past, a conversation that we had with somebody trying to resolve something over and over. The resolution will come if we stay in the present and nature and grounding really helps us be present because there's so many beautiful things to look at and see and focus our attention on. And it's the same if we're in the future. The future is an illusion. We're just making stuff up. That's not really how things are. It's just an illusion of where our mind is going. So engaging in nature bathing really does help you be in the present and be mindful. It improves your mental health, so we just feel better all the way around. Sleeping helps too, right? Being in nature also promotes this connection, so we're connected at a deeper level, and it's, it helps us understand ourselves. We see, feel, we're out there, we're using our instincts, we're absorbed in our surroundings, and things start to pop into our minds that are unusual and and then makes us go well where where did that come from wow that's a really cool thought sometimes when i'm trying to work out a situation for a workshop or i've channeled something and my guides are saying oh carol you need to do this and you need to do that and i'm trying to think of a logical reason why they're telling me to do this. And sometimes logic has no base in there. I'll go for a long walk and I just set the intention before I go that I'm going to receive more clarity. And I take my dog and there's just me and the dog. I don't have earbuds in. I'm just walking. And on those days where I need the clarity and I really need more information from my spirit guides, those are the days that I engage more. So I might see things differently. And it's okay to take pictures because it really does help you get deeply involved because you're looking at things from a different perspective. And you're like, oh, how can I take that picture? And you're looking at nature from a different angle. And that's where you become a little bit more absorbed. So your sensory is higher. Sometimes I'll just 
take my hand and touch the mosses and I'll look at all the different colors of mosses. And it just brings me right back into my body, right back into the present moment. It really does regenerate and restore our energy fields. And that alone will shift our perception. The other thing that nature bathing does is it really does inspire a level of creative thinking. Now remember, all of this nature bathing stuff doesn't just happen overnight. You actually have to participate in it. Sitting out in the garden for 10 minutes isn't going to do it once a month. Try and make this a regular practice. Even if you make it your meditation, you can say, I'm going to be in nature for 15 minutes a day, and I'm just going to open my mind. I'm going to open myself to the experience. and just be completely emerged in the experience. By doing this, you definitely will increase your creativity. I know people who say, I'm not intuitive, I'm not creative. They also don't engage in anything in nature. Once in a while, I'll talk them into coming for a walk. I am out there every day and my intuition and my creativity are through the roof. It's amazing how clear-minded we become when we get rid of all of these EMFs from our body by being in nature and just being really present. And it does nurture a creative cognitive process, absolutely for sure. It also provides a tranquil setting, right? So we have an opportunity to reflect and contemplate. Again, it's okay to reflect and contemplate your thoughts and your feelings. Um, when you're in a natural environment, it just opens up this new intuitive insight that's, it connects you to your high self. So you just have this deeper understanding. Sometimes people say, well, what is it like to be connected to my high self? I'm not sure what that means. The best way I can describe it is if you could imagine that there's somebody who's a really big tall angel and it's walking behind you but above you your high self is connected to your intuition and this is the part of you that knows your divine plan it knows what you're meant to do it knows what you're going to be doing and when we're in nature we do connect to that part of ourselves and that's really really important because that high self guidance is what's going to give us that connection to our intuition and the information that we need to come through. You may hear a voice in your head and it might sound like you and you'd be like, wow, what that? That could be your high self. Sometimes when we're learning to channel and our intuition starts to come in, we're not sure if that's us or if that's our high self or if that's one of our guides. The voices when you first start do sound like the voice in your mind. So just listen to it. Just listen to what yourself is saying. And when you're distracted, you don't have that opportunity. So being in nature and practicing these balancing and grounding techniques, it really does bring stability and 
It brings you to a calm environment where those intuitive thoughts and feelings can surface. If you're busy all day long and you're sitting in front of a computer or you're sitting in front of the TV or you're just running around like a mad person trying to get stuff done and you don't take the time to really listen to your own thoughts, how are you going to even hear your high self? So nature bathing is a really valuable practice. It enhances intuition, self-awareness, emotional intelligence for sure, because you get to work things out while you're walking and you're in your contemplation mode, and it develops a receptive mindset. It's amazing how receptive we become when we are by ourselves, alone, and connected to nature. So remember, nature is a living, symbiotic system, and it's reflecting both the physical and spiritual dimensions of our reality. And part of being an alchemist, or any alchemist or intuitive, will tell you that the quest for spiritual enlightenment and transformation is connected to the natural world around us. For those of you who are interested in going a little bit deeper into healing and intuition, I will leave a link below for my book, Soul Alchemy Healing, and my website. I want to thank you for journeying with me today on Getting Dimensional. If you enjoyed this podcast, please hit the subscribe button and join me for future podcasts where we'll learn and grow together. This is your host, Carol Amaya Lefebvre, signing off and wishing you a fantastic outing in nature today.